Hey, all you hot messes. Welcome back to a brand new season of the Hot Mess Teacher Express. We are going back to the beginning, back to our roots. We are just going to be having a conversation, you and me, you and me in the car, in the classroom, in your headphones, wherever you are listening to the Hot Mess Teacher Express. I'm here and you're here and we're going to have a conversation and I cannot wait to hear from you. So welcome to the brand new episode of the Hamas Teacher Express. you hot messes welcome back oh my gosh it's been it's been a few a few weeks but um i am here we're ready to get back on the hummus teacher express tracks and i'm so thankful that you are here with me um because today's episode is uh going to be all about professional development okay from the bad the horrible the waste of time to like maybe even the best professional development ever Do those exist? I don't think so. But I am then going to kind of attempt to share maybe some alternatives to different professional developments that um, admin could put into their back to school regime. Because guess what? Back to school is coming. Okay. And I know that's that's hard to admit and that's hard to fathom, but, but it is coming. And some of you are going back into... Uh, a few days, week, or maybe even weeks of professional development. Let's be real. No amount of positive buzzwords is going to make that go any better than what you know is going to happen. So let's talk about it. Let's get it out into the open today on the Hot Mess Teacher Express. All right. First things first, though, is we have to talk business. Okay. So Please, please, please make sure that you are following the Hot Mess Teacher Express on all forms of social media. We've got Facebook. We've got TikTok. We've got Instagram. We've got YouTube. We are also on Threads, which is the new Twitter, I think. I I think that's what people are, are saying anyway. So please, please, please make sure that you are following and sharing where you can, when you can, and um, what you can. And... We can get more aboard the Hamas Teacher Express. All right, let's get into this episode. The beginning of the school year is coming. Okay, there's so much that goes into the school year before the first day of school. You know that. I know that. So whether you're in the classroom preparing lessons or content or even like setting up your classroom, trying to organize yourself, there's like that tricky part of being called down to the cafeteria or the auditorium or wherever you're meeting as a whole staff and then sitting there with all of this like back to school stuff in your brain you're like sitting there having to just be for two three four hours of professional development professional development is one of those things about teaching and and it i don't think it's like one of the good things about teaching unfortunately so rather than being a positive and having an impact on the classroom that I think is intended and having an impact on those that are actually teaching in those classrooms, professional development has just become like another thing to do. 
And districts spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on professional development, on professionally developing their teachers, investing in their betterment, empowering them to do things differently in their classrooms, to make sure that their classrooms are successful. And and those are like all really good things. But the way that we as a teacher community roll our eyes about professional development, you would think that they are torturing us. And they're actually doing the complete opposite of, of what may be intended. The way that I used to avoid doing my professional development hours, it was an art form. It was. And and why? Why am I avoiding situations where I could learn how to improve or solve the problems that I have in the classroom. Maybe because it's a scam. Yeah, that's it's a big word. And and there are good professional development opportunities out there. Yeah, but I think my entire decade of teaching, I can count on one hand the amount of amazing good professional development that that I participated in. And I don't think that I can even count the amount of times that speakers have been brought in for us to learn, like by our district, that's been useful for us. And I'm asking again, why? Why is this so hard to figure out? Unfortunately, professional development has become like a politically charged checklist for school districts, school boards and and admin to not pour into their teachers, but to take more out of them so that they can push their agendas on what the goal for that school year is. And these goals are usually set to make the taxpayers of that community happy, or maybe the elite community of education in general, so we can have the schools win awards. Or It's there to make everyone else happy but the teachers that are actually doing the work of making that goal happen. And this is not me discounting or discrediting what actually could be very good intentions of some of the very good school districts, school boards and school administrators. But but once again, those goals that are set by people who are not in classrooms are expected to be met by the people who are in the classroom, trying to make sure that not only everyone else's goal is met, meaning their students, but also then taking on this burden of trying to make sure that the superintendent and the school districts and the school board's goals are met. And it's on the backs of educators who didn't even agree to these goals to begin with that are trying to make this stuff happen. It's just another thing that teachers are taking on and expected to do and perform. I know that like sounds really mean and nasty and negative. And I and I think it's important for schools to have goals. I want that to be very important. I think it's important for everyone to have goals, but you know, school it's important for schools to have goals. And I think it's important for schools to have goals for for their staff and students and the community to succeed. But to ask teachers to meet those goals for you. I think a question needs to be asked, what's the incentive for teachers to do that? Is there a bonus? Is there any time off for us to be able to implement this professional development wisdom? No, there's no incentive other than maybe you get credit hours to go towards your next accreditation. You get to keep your job. 
yay. You know, that might be good incentive for some. And some of you may say, well, well, you should do that because you're part of the school. You should want to meet those goals because you're on staff. You're you're a team. Why are you working there if you don't believe in the goals? And and I would counter with it's really hard to buy into something to work towards a goal as a collective, as a team, when we aren't a collective staff. It's really hard to want to strive towards these goals if there is absolutely no school culture, if there is no understanding from administrators or superintendents of the positions that teachers are in, if there is no acknowledgement or respect for the way in which we're trying to keep everyone else happy and successful, how are we supposed to buy into that? Rather than asking, you know, does this professional development meet the goal for, for the school? Maybe we should start asking the question, how does this help teachers? What, what incentive will teachers have to complete this professional development other than (laughs) keeping their jobs as teachers have like how can we help teachers buy into things how can we help teachers buy into the school culture into the into the goals that you have set for that you have set for the school year now i asked you guys for some professional development stories good or bad and i didn't get a lot of good feedback so I, I had to find some um, from the black hole that that is Reddit, but it resonates with what professional development could be in a school. And this is what one user said. Instructional coaches led content specific training a week or two before the school year. It was done based on subject and grade level. We got paid hourly with an hour lunch. Because it was before the school year, we could take what we did in the meeting and implement it without making wholesale changes. Any PD during the school year is an emphatic no. All right. So if I was filling out a rubric for for this professional development story, there would be fours across the board. Okay. If you are if you are practicing competencies in your schools, fours are a very good thing. Fours across the board. The first thing that I would give a four in is content-specific training. The amount of times that unified arts teachers or support staff, professionals, or even classroom teachers were forced into a professional development that had nothing, I mean, absolutely nothing to do with them, don't waste people's time. Second, they got paid. Mic drop. And an hour lunch second mic drop the guy had two mics and he said you're getting paid and you're getting an hour lunch boom the third is the timing of this professional development was ah, chef's kiss perfect because they had time to implement that into a classroom that had not yet been established they had time to implement that into a classroom that didn't have routines and students that already kind of you may have maybe set up a routine with already. A lot of times I felt like if I went to a a professional development in like November and I loved what I learned and wanted to implement it right away, I felt like I had wasted three or four months of the school year because I had already had routines in place. And now I was expected in November, like the thick of it, 
to take apart all of my routines to implement this brand new one that I thought was a really, really good idea. And I would just become so frustrated and overwhelmed with the idea of changing things up and and changing everything that I would going into December and then the holiday break, I would just give it up entirely, which brings us to the fourth four that this professional development would get is that boundaries were set by this by this PD attendee for the PD hours during the school year. Now listen, they they said that any professional development during the school year was an emphatic no. Not just a no, an emphatic no. Mm. Love a good emphatic no. But that is a boundary that they set for themselves. That doesn't work for everyone, but set those boundaries if you need to. Here's another good example. Um, not great and like wouldn't work for everyone, but maybe a way better example than than what other school districts are doing. My old school system really adapted to this. They ran PD over the summer, though always had the option during teacher work week since it was not contract hours. They offered two to three day half sessions so you could get them done then. And then they followed up with a PD day in October when you had a chance to know your kids. To top it off, most of the October PD sessions were actually teacher run by other county teachers who were able to use the hours they put into running their own PD for PD points. But it was so cool to have teachers teaching teachers about what worked for them in their classrooms. And I think that's so important. And we'll come back to this story and why this is so important um, at the end. But again, this may not work for some people and that may not fit into the boundaries of what people set for their summers, but they gave them the option. If you want to come in and and get your PD done early during the summer, absolutely. Come on in. We'll, we'll, we'll offer it. And then you have that whole week before school to do to do what needs to be done. It's not perfect, but it's it's another cool way to think outside of the box about about professional development. And I'm going to also put this positive story in here too. It's it's kind of a negative play towards PD actually, but this this is what a first year teacher said. I'm a first year teacher, and after our second day of PD, the math coordinator was super gracious and helped me lay out a basic blueprint for the first month of math. And honestly, that 30 minutes was more helpful than the two days learning why routines are helpful. And again, we're going to come back to this and why this is important at the end. But this is so insightful. What is actually helpful to teachers at the beginning of schools? The last thing that I wanted to do going into a brand new school year, knowing that my classroom was a mess, um, knowing that my my roster with my kids was sitting on my desk just waiting for me to get back there and like write their names on everything and 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 put a seating arrangement together and all of this stuff that like goes into the first day of school that PD that I was sitting in was not helpful at all, nor did I soak up any of that, of of the talk that was talked at me. But let's get into what some of you had to say about professional development, whether it was like your raw thoughts, your crazy experiences, or or even just maybe some insightful, insightful perspective. All right, let's chat. This first person, over an hour after school, We were forced to write all of our gripes and grievances on index cards and put them in a large top hat. Oh, top hat. That's an interesting choice. 
Admin shook the top hat three times and dumped all of our index cards in the garbage. <laughs> they claimed that they used magic in the hat to make all of our frustrations disappear, and it was to re represent our disposal of worry while we adopt a fresh mindset to push on until June and support students with senioritis and summeritis. Not only did you waste my time, but you literally threw everyone's concerns in a garbage can without looking at a single one. <laughs> if there was a story to kind of envelope, I think the the culture that is surrounding professional development and the way teachers are brushed aside and their concerns are brushed aside. Voila, we have it. It's right here. The magic in the hat, sir. No, there is no magic in that hat. And I know that for a fact, magic shows are just illusions. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard of. And so, so disrespectful. I cannot even imagine. I cannot even imagine. This next one. I am a professional. I know how to think critically. I know how to reflect I just want something useful for, insert your class here, I can count on one hand the number of useful PDs I have been to. Same. It does make you feel like you are a dum-dum. Like, you're the one. It's, it's gaslighting you into thinking that you're the one that actually hasn't been in a classroom in a really long time. It's not the kid's fault. It's your fault. You're not doing something right. And this professional development is going to help you figure that out, but then not, but then not. All right. This next one is, is kind of a different perspective. Teachers are the worst group of people to teach. We usually don't want to be there and or think we already know what we're doing and don't need someone else to show us. Or it's something new, quote unquote, that's actually old and just coming back around again with a different name and more shiny marketing. I think I would agree with the sentiment. It's harsh, but teachers are the worst group of people to teach. I think I think that is I think that is true. I think we are <laughs> very harsh critics and I this next story actually kind of goes into why, I think. The part that gets me is the hypocrisy. How many of these dumb PDs are about engaging kids and creating meaningful connections and learning? All while we sit there bored out of our minds with our eyes rolling back into our heads. Make sure you entertain the kids, but we don't need to keep you awake. And this is, this is why. If you're coming in here to talk about engaging students or, or classroom management, and I am falling asleep in my seat, in an uncomfy seat, and I'm not a person that can like fall asleep anywhere very easily, this is psychotic to me. I am a professional. I know what I'm doing. I know how to teach. I know how to engage a group of people. They're eight to 12 year olds most of the time, but I know how to engage people. Please come in here with a little bit of a personality, maybe a little pizzazz in that PowerPoint. That, that would go a long way, sir. <sighs> this one, this next one smells so funny to me. My previous district had a three-day conference every year. First of all, no, 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 no. The keynote speaker gave the same speech two years in a row. Two years in a row, they gave the same speech. And I'm wondering if he like looked around and he's like, you know, like this looks familiar. 
They like looked around and you're like, I feel like I've been in this place before, but I'm going to give the same speech anyway. No, no. Clocked out. That's what I would be. All right. Um, This next one. If I went to a conference where they said, here is a problem. Here's exactly what you can do to solve it. Here are the student facing resources to make it happen today. I would cry tears of joy. I think the teacher community would drown the world in their tears of joy. Because if this and this and the person who would run this conference would probably be a kajillionaire. I have never, ever been to that type of type of conference or professional development where we're presented with a problem or I I read I read the problem that I am there to address and it is solved within that in that session. It doesn't exist. All right, this next one. What always bugged me was that we could be taking PD sessions that insisted that we needed to differentiate while being forced to take exactly the same PD regardless of experiences or degrees. And yeah, like this goes into the whole like stop wasting people's time. Stop wasting people's time. Uh the the art teacher doesn't have to be here, the music teacher doesn't have to be here, the fourth grade teacher doesn't have to be here. The like Let's think about how to adequately use everyone's time and and respect everyone's time. I think that would go a long way. This is a brilliant idea. If districts need a fundraiser, they could just offer to let you get out of PD for $100. Imagine the money that would come rolling in. Do you know how much I would like, like save 100 bucks for the summer, over the summer? I would save that thing and slam that thing down so that I would not have to do professional development at the beginning of the school year. Thank you very much. Best $100 I would ever spend. And that would be a huge fundraiser. Think about that one. This last one sends me. (laughs) The benefit of PD is developing camaraderie between teachers who have a common enemy. Easy as a new teacher to strike up a conversation with a veteran teacher about how ridiculous it all is and bond over that. One day someone will realize this and attempt to create an intentionally bad week of PD to leverage grievances into team building. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's what they are doing. I don't know. And, And this could all be some big conspiracy to do that. Which is brilliant, by the way. Okay, touche. But until that is proved, maybe one way to disprove it is to talk about some profitable ways to use those those professional development hours before the school year. Now, you can use this segment to, you can send this to admin. Admin, you can send this to school districts or school boards or whoever you need to. Whatever you have to do to spread the word and I know that I'm missing a few ideas, so please, please let me know your thoughts on this as teachers, as admin. My first thought on how to on how to make this better, how to make professional development actually worthwhile. Pay your teachers, okay? Rather than paying some random speaker, instructor, coach, or paying an exuberant amount of money for your teachers to attend some fluffy teacher conference, pay the teachers that you have in your building to present if they want to. 
No one's being forced to present if they don't want to. If they want to incentivize teachers to um, observe other teachers' classrooms, learn from each other, observe other schools, um, go into other schools' classroom, and then bring new ideas forward. Pay them to be professionally developed. Incentivize teachers to observe other teachers' classrooms, go into their classrooms, um, observe other schools, and maybe bring new ideas into the school. Pay them. All right, my next idea is um, maybe we should start treating lesson planning and, and getting your classroom ready and meeting with their teaching teams and, and support staff to plan for the year as professional development. I know, shocking, shocking information and a shocking idea. But I always laughed when we would start the school year and it was like, all right, 815, meet down in the in the cafeteria and we're and we're gonna start start our school year. It would be like a 30 minute icebreaker, which no thank you. I'm a social person. I can do an icebreaker. No, not not right before school. There's way too many other things on my brain than to sit and make random small talk or to participate in an icebreaker. And then we would spend another like 20 minutes watching an inspirational TED talk. And then, you know, maybe a PowerPoint presentation on how to use a Chromebook. And then another 20 minute inspirational TED talk. And all of a sudden you're like four hours into a PD right before school starts. That was completely and totally unnecessary for, for the beginning of the year. This meeting was not pertinent to what I need to be doing for the first day of school. And then and then admin always says like, oh, man, looks like you have 30 minutes. You have an extra 30 minutes. Why don't you go work in your classrooms right before lunch? OK, you can have some extra time in your classrooms. Well, gee whiz. Thank you. 30 minutes. I wonder what I'm going to get done. That is so much time. No, it's not. 30 minutes is not enough time. And they treat it like a treat. Like, you're welcome. You get time to work in your classroom. Extra time. This is a real thing. This is a professional developing thing that we're doing. Preparing lesson plans, talking to our teammates, and and preparing a classroom. All of those things are essential to, to helping us do our job and be successful in our classrooms. Now, listen, teachers, you are professionals, okay? You are professionals and you are continuously developing and honing your skills every day and you're doing that through what life and your classroom is throwing at you one professional development isn't going to help every single class that you ever have in the same way that it does for the class that it did the year before and what works for other teachers or professionals won't work for you and that's okay that's life you're not you're not that teacher and that teacher isn't you. His class and their class isn't your class. So like, just just remember that as you're going into these, into these settings. So set your boundaries. Shut your door and do your teacher thing when you need to and, and, and open your door every now and again to get professionally developed because guess what? We have to. But take what you need and throw away what you don't. And go back to doing your professionally developed teacher thing. You are worthy. 
and good enough. Admin, if you are listening to this, thank you. Hi, so glad you're here. Uh, But admin, I challenge you to change it up this year for your teachers. Stand up for your staff and, and teachers to school boards and school administrators, school districts, as much as you feel comfortable doing. Um, empower the teachers as the professionals that they are and respect their boundaries. See the good in what they're trying to accomplish every day and, and recognize the willingness to help you, to help the school and to help others succeed. As we go into a new school year, good luck out there, teachers. I feel like this is going to be a polarizing year, um, even more than it was last year. A lot of teachers left, and I think rubber is meeting the roads for a lot of school districts and a lot of a lot of schools. So I think this year is going to be a school year. It's going to be a school year to remember. And I think good luck out there. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself, and and again, set your boundaries. Set your boundaries now, while while you are in a fresh in a fresh mindset in the middle borderline to end of summer and my last piece of advice and I need everyone to be able to write this down put this right stamped right in your brain I need everyone to run to the bathroom when you hear the words we're gonna start out with an ice break if you hear any sort of those words put together into a sentence coming out of an administrator's mouth, I need you to run to the bathroom like you are having an emergency. Okay, just do it. You'll thank me. You'll thank me later. (laughs) Thank you so much for being aboard the Havas Teacher Express. Uh, Make sure that you are following us on all social platforms and uh, you are professionally developed. Does this count as professional development? You're welcome. All right, until next time, choo-choo. Bye.